What's up, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Woke and Broke Podcast. How's everybody doing? What's up? (laughs) (laughs) How y'all doing? We back for another episode. And yes, we are. I just want to know how your week was, bro. Well, my week was... (laughs) This has been a oh, it's been a very 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 busy week to say the least. Mm-hmm. We have um, a month full of <coughs> excuse me <clears throat> different programs and activities for Black History Month, and so just you know uh, executing action items to make sure that these programs happen the way they need to happen has been you know on me and everything. And so normally, I guess you know this is what I'm doing, being busy as fuck, trying to make sure everything looks good and it's a lawless production you know mm-hmm. yeah. but um i'm really excited about next week's uh this not next week this week this thursday's uh program our black history month celebration program called harambe mm-hmm. harambe which is uh swahili for all pulled together yes. and it's gonna be a great program uh where you will see different uh recognition of special students faculty staff we're going to have dinner. We're going to have some musical performances. It's going to be pretty lit. It's going to be decorated, so it's going to be black as fuck. Yes. Like it's going to be the culminating program for Black History Month, and I'm really, really excited about that. And so it has kept me busy because there's so many moving pieces to this mm-hmm. that I've just had to really be like on it. And I'm just like, okay, contact the scholarship award recipients. Contact the academic excellence award recipients. Contact the people that are going to say what part they have. No one when their their cue is contacting um technology and event services to know to make our transitions flawless because we don't want to fuck the sloppy production. Right. So like all of these things that are like working simultaneously is just it's just been one of one of those things. I you know appreciate the experience, but outside of that, it's been a, the weather here has been crazy and I'm over it. I am truly <laughs> over the weather. This snow, I don't give a fuck about it. Like yes. I don't like her. No, and she is just annoying as fuck. And I'm just like, we. I thought we was up with, but you steadily coming back. Like, right. no, I don't know. Like, this is not what I want. Like, and we had like what 13 inches to come Ugh. over um, last night. Right. I mean, we still got snow pillars, no. icebergs Mm-mm. across town, and you decided <laughs> to drop some more snow, bitch. All right. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I see what time it is. I right. see what time it is. So <laughs> it's just been, it's just been some, the weather's been crazy, but I've been doing good. Um, I know that I am going to uh, work out a little later on today, mm-hmm. which will complete week five, uh, day four. So this workout will conclude and next, this week coming up, we'll start week six. I had yes. to take a week off because the we- the weather, like it says, been so crazy here. Mm-hmm. Like the last week, the week before last, it just was so, so bad. And now it's trying to come back again. So it's it's just been a lot. It's been a lot. Well, how much weight have you lost so the listeners can keep track? So since, you know, I, I had weighed myself again and I lost like another seven pounds. So this is a grand total of 28 pounds. Yes, bitch. <laughs> yes. 28 pounds <laughs> since I've decided to, you know, take my health. And my eating more, my eating habits more seriously, and, and more intentional about what I eat and what I put into my body. So mm. I don't drink any juice, I don't drink any soda, 
I will drink tea, hella water. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll also, um, I might have some, um, I do sparkling water sometimes, mm-hmm. not all the time, but every once in a while I'll have um, a sparkling water with dinner or whatever. But it, I don't miss juice or soda and then eating hella veggies. Yes. Um, hella protein, not necessarily lean protein, even though that's what, you know, the yeah. health experts say you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Yes, you should. But I like chicken thighs and I like chicken legs. Yes. So, <laughs> I'm gonna have protein. You hear me? Right. So um, those small changes, even though I feel like, and I I can't I say small because for me it was a no brainer after being hospitalized and really needing to open my eyes and see the more important thing regarding my health. Mm-hmm. But I understand some people can still have an, a similar episode, a health episode scare, and it still is a struggle for people even after being hospitalized or having certain things be very real about the health struggle to still do what they need to do to uh, promote, to promote their health right. and to make the decisions that are going to give them, you know, a longer lifespan and more longevity and just, you know, more strength, more energy, more focus, more determination in that area. Um, it's not easy. So I do want to acknowledge that I'm not by any means making it seem like this is just a walk in the park. There's right. certain things that have been easier for me. The food thing hasn't been that hard. I thought the juice and pop thing was going to be the death of me. But, bro, when I tell you I don't even miss it, like, I don't even miss it. It's just like juice pop. What is that? Right. And so it's something that simple in, in terms of controlling that unnecessary sugar and, you know, eating the right type of carbs and getting enough carbs. And the protein, all that works together and working out works to make you feel good, look good, and do good shit. Yes. So that's just basically the, the direction, um, the trajectory and direction I've been on. So. My week has been good. How about your week, bro? Oh, my week has been up and down. It's been all over the place, as per usual, when it comes to um, this new job and everything in mm-hmm. life. You know, I'm still in my balancing mode, trying to learn how to balance all the different parts and aspects of my life. Um, and it hasn't been the easiest thing. Um, but I can say that I'm getting a little, a little better at like juggling everything. Um, mm-hmm. I, we went to the gym this week, um, which last week we kind of missed because one, the weather and then, yes, um, this damn weather. yeah, it's just the consistency has kind of been a little bit off. Um, but this week we, we hit, we hit the gym hard and, um, even though it was some days that I did not want to go because, you know, work was a bitch and. You know, I was tired and all that good stuff because, I mean, within this job, I do way, way, way more than what I have done in my last two jobs, three, three jobs, really. Um, So even though like in my last job, I was like driving all over the world in this job, I'm walking (laughs) a lot and I'm like up doing stuff and talking and like mm-hmm. like it's it's very, very active um, compared yeah. to the other the jobs that I've had in the past so like now when i get off work i'm like a tired ass bitch and i just want to go to sleep for the rest of the night you know but it's like i can't because one i have to study two i have to go to the gym you know three i gotta cook or eat or whatever the fuck you know what i'm saying so it's like um just learning how to balance everything that needs to be done while still you know thinking about uh the business you know and getting it up off the ground and then also uh still staying in 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 touch with my writing and and all that good stuff because 
I don't want to stop that or anything, you know what I mean? So it's because that's my creativity and, you know, that's a good ex- good way to express a lot of the things that you're going through and feeling and all that, that, that jazz. So, like, it's just learning that balance on this new level has still been um, kind of a challenge, but I, I'm learning. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did have a kind of kind of a setback earlier this week. Um, Mm -hmm. I was just overwhelmed and frustrated and dealing with a whole bunch of just bullshit. I feel like it was one thing after another after another. So I did have uh, a little bit of a negative snug uh, or snag um, on that day. I think that was like Tuesday. But I did bounce back, thankfully, and I was able to talk through everything that I was going through. Um, I I got to talk to my director at work um because he he a lot he is i ain't even gonna front he a lot <laughs> you know he's like a busy body he's really good at what he does but he wants to get everything done quick and he wants it done you know what i mean like he he's not he's not demanding but he's like very okay let's do this so we don't have to worry about it like let's do this now and like let's help these people and like very much Mm -hmm. that which is great you know but at the same time it's like it can be overwhelming because you know sometimes he'll like um put things on your schedule without you really knowing that it's even a thing you know what i'm saying and then next thing you know you like overwhelmed because you have to get all of this stuff done that's been added to your schedule plus the things that you had to Uh, had on your schedule already so it's just learning how to balance through that but i was able to talk to him and like let him know look you do a lot and it's great and i love it but at the same time we need to create some structure here like we need to get to the place to where i know what i'm doing and you know what you're doing and we can communicate what we're doing to one another and to the rest of the team so that we can all be on one accord and be on the same page and nobody's overwhelmed and nothing like that um because it was just a bit much like you know and I, i feel like in order for us to be the most efficient team we have to all be on the same page and have those kind of conversations because sometimes they can be a little difficult to have but I mean they're very important to have because when you don't you carry that shit and then next thing you know you mm-hmm. the one that's feeling all of the emotions and stress and, and bullshit you know what I mean so it was a really good conversation that we finally were able to have and he understood where I was coming from and so now um, I'm going to be making some new processes and procedures in order to help um uh, create uh, some new policies and, and, and whatnot going forward in the branch. So I'm really excited about that. So I've been just learning and growing yes, and developing yes. my skills, developing myself and and continuing to share that information with everybody else because you know that's how I do. Once I learn something, I always share it with everybody um, just to help as much as possible because I know how the struggle is out here in these streets. So um, but yeah, like I'm, I'm just really pushing to get back on track, uh, or stay on track in the gym and, yeah. um, stay on, on course when it comes to this class that I'm taking. Cause right now I have an A and I'm trying to maintain that A. I want to maintain that Congrats, A bro. all the way through. Yes. Thank you. Thank Come you. Through, a. You know, Come on, you know how we do, excellence. you know how we yes. do 4.0s uh, all, all day. 4.0s, 4.0s. So. Are y'all listening? Y'all better get a four point <laughs> And take them notes, that. right? Take the notes, damn it. <laughs> and read the notes when you take them too. Read them, please. So. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's how my week's been. Um, so it's just a lot of learning, a lot of growing as per use. You know how, how the story goes when it comes to me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So um, now that we have reflected over our beautiful and hectic weeks, um, <laughs> let's move right over to the shout out segment, Black, Brilliant and Beautiful. And today I have done a little bit of research on some things. And um, the fir- first I want to shout out President Bar- Barack Obama, who is helping the NBA and the International Basketball League launch a Basketball Africa League. Yes, right. Um, The NBA announced the news during All-Star Weekend in Charlotte, North Carolina, with the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, saying the Basketball Africa League is an important next step in our continued development of the game of basketball in Africa. Combined with our other programs on the continent, we are committed to using basketball as an economic engine to create opportunities in sports, media, and technology across Africa. So the league will include 12 teams from the continent, and Obama is actually set to have a direct role in the development of the new professional basketball league. So we just want to give our praises to Obama, who is still be out here being a bad bridge, doing his right. due diligence to yes. communities and, and, and people all across the world. You know what I mean? So just because he stopped being president didn't mean that he stopped helping out like and, and doing his due diligence. So definitely shout out to him. Um, also, through, yes. I wanted to shout out Dr. Hadia Nicole Green for winning her um, a $1.1 million grant to further develop a technology uh, she's pioneered that uses laser-activated nanoparticles to treat cancer. Wow. So, that is, yes, oh, wow. big fucking deal. Like, that is a huge deal. So, shout out Dr. Hadia Nicole. Um, we definitely sing your praises. Um, yes. And then, uh, this is just like, a dope time for black women they out here winning always have they been are. so if you awesome. didn't know you need to start doing your research because they out here winning and eating <laughs> um this week uh or also cynthia marshall we want to give her a huge shout out because she is the first black woman to serve as ceo of a national nba team she is the CEO of the Dallas Mavericks and is here to help the organization turn its culture around after facing several negative allegations of abuse under its former CEO. So we definitely want to give her her flowers now while she's here. Right. Um, Cynthia, you That's are amazing. out here doing amazing things. So be the boss that we know you are out here making beautiful moves. And then also to just keep the train rolling, We want to give a shout out to Shelby Thompson, who is Buffalo, New York's first African-American woman fire lieutenant. Um, So we definitely want to sing her praises uh, out here making uh, moves out in these streets and saving people um, from fires and dangers and rescuing them from their cars and all that good jazz. So uh, we definitely want to sing your praises, Shelby. And then finally... I want to give a shout out to Glendon Warner, who is a former manager at Toys R Us. Um, And after all of the stores closed, um, 
he saw an opportunity to open a store in his own community. So he opened his own toy store. Um, it's called Toys, Babies, and More. And he opened it in a sixteen square, a sixteen hundred square foot location in Hyattsville, Maryland, last September, right in time for the holiday season. So definitely check him out by visiting his website, uh, www.toysbabiesandmore.com. Uh, I'll definitely be sure to put that in the show notes so y'all can check him out. I don't know if the website is up right now. Uh, but if it's not, then it would definitely said that it will be open soon. So feel, definitely check him out, show him love and support and buy your baby some toys by the black owned business. Yes, yes, yes. So plenty of things to shout out this week. You know, we stay um, singing the praises of our beautiful black people. So uh, definitely check them out and give them their flowers and, and, and give them all the kudos. So, yeah. But yeah, do you, is there anything else? Is there anything you wanted to shout out, bro? I just want to just acknowledge that during, you know, the Black History Month, there's a lot of, uh, you know, groundbreaking things going on and Black people are responsible for it. I mean, it's, you know, we're, we do things not, you know, not only in February during Black History Month, but it's amazing that it's so, 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 so many great things happening during this month. And I feel like this needs to be an opportunity for us to uh, be be more informed about the work that black people do, because mm-hmm. it happens 365 days. You know what I mean? Like 24 seven, 365. Like there's amazing things happening and black people are leading those efforts. So I just wanted to shout out anybody that any and everybody that's black getting shit done, doing amazing work, uplifting and supporting one another and just continuing to thrive as a collective community and hope that we can continue that momentum going forward down the years to come and passing that information on to the next generation. For sure. Definitely shout out to everybody who out here doing amazing things. You know, everybody's being black, brilliant, and beautiful. Always. And so now, of course, we are going to move right along over to our main topic segment, The Vent. And this week we got a special guest. So won't you introduce yourself? (laughs) Yes, 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 everybody. This is the moment that I, only I quite literally have been waiting for. Okay. (laughs) You guys might be wondering, who the hell is that? Who is that voice? I'll tell you who I am. I'm an artist. I'm a son. I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. Bye. Bye. <laughs> My name is John Mel Williams. Um, you might know me as a Black Sart. Why am I here? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you that too. It is the Jesse Smollett scandal. Oh, okay. Is he is he a liar, guys? Is he is he a, is he a martyr? Was Terrence Howard correct in throwing baby Jesse into the trash? Oh God. Does anybody does anybody honestly really still give a fuck? Okay, let, let's let's just bust it right open. Okay. I'm, I'm gonna hand it back over to the uh, I'm gonna hand it back over to the host. But first I just wanted to explain that we are speaking on this right now as the events have unfolded on February twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. So we are speaking on the information that has come out thus far. Not in the future, so y'all hoes don't go back and ah, y'all see it this, yeah. So, but yeah. <laughs> so yes, we are definitely gonna crack this baby open and see 
what your thoughts are on the whole situation. So, of course, you know, we got a few questions to ask. And yes. the first one is, what were your initial thoughts to the Jesse Smollett situation when it first came out? Hmm. Michael, I mean, did you did you want to go first? Or? <laughs> sure. Um, when I, when it first, the situation first, you know, came out and, um, what we saw in the media as far as the, the attack and, you know, the chemical substance being thrown on him, being beat mm-hmm. up and, mm-hmm. you know, by, you know, Trump supporters, this is an aggregate country, all this other type of stuff. My initial thoughts were like, damn, like, you know, people are just, again, still attacking black queer people. Mm-hmm. And so, like, as someone who is also black and gay, like, it alarmed me because I'm just like, you know, what the fuck? I mean, we go through these things a lot within the black uh, gay community as far as like the different attacks mm-hmm. on our identities and experiences. And so to see uh, Jesse um, in that situation, it was just, it was sad. It was disheartening. It was, you know, it was angry. Mm-hmm. It was just like, who the fuck? Like, why are people like this? Why is it 2019 and we still have to go through these types, types of things? But then it just reminded me that even though this the platform that he has and people are bringing attention to it, like there's so many black, queer, and trans people mm. who are attacked right. um, in their very existence and are not believed because of who they are and the identities mm. that they um, that they uh, occupy, multiple mm. marginalized identities at that. Mm. So it just was one of those things. Like I was really upset. I was uh, angry, to be quite mm. honest. When I first when I first heard about it, I was. That's real. That's real. I I remember uh, being taken aback because I'm like, this happens in Chicago. Holy shit! I'm walking around up there all the time, and and Jesse has security. Right. So right. You know that, that, that I thought. Yeah, I mean, like, so I mean, I like I said, it, it kind of just took me off guard. I'm like, man, I, I can't believe something like that would hit would hit somebody. You know, um, could hit somebody that big. You know, right. like I I just was like kind of in disbelief. Like it almost didn't sound real. Like I'm like, what? Like I. I just, I'm like, oh, his security is getting fired. Like, mm-hmm. I think that was my first thought. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, but it wasn't, it wasn't unbelievable to think that, you know, um, I mean, of course, that details start coming out a little bit later about, you know, where he was, what he was doing. And when that stuff started to unfold, you know, it, it's it's like, I'm, I'm like, it's not unbelievable. Like me and Josh, we were just out in Chicago what, for Valentine's Day yeah. weekend. Mm-hmm. And we saw Taylor Bennett, like literally could have walked him on. He's short. Yeah, just he so is short. Like, he's but he's fine, though. He's fine as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, totally, you know, completely. Yeah. But like, like I said, we definitely, I definitely could have walked up on him. You know, like I could have been like, hey, yo, can I get a drop? Mm-hmm. You know, hey, sign your brother's hat. You know, but I don't know. Like it, it was, it was, it was, it was kind of surreal to hear it. I was, I was, I was in disbelief. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't think that it could happen to people. I mean, because I know, I do know that it does happen to marginalized groups. I just didn't think it could happen to a star, you know, that big. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was, that was kind of a, a big shock, a shot to my system. Right. Um, it was kind of the same. I had the same reaction too. Like, I noticed it on social media. So, like, I was actually at work when I saw all of the different articles and whatnot. So, like, I, just immediately was like, okay, well, what actually happened? Well, what are the details? You know what I mean? And so, like, I started to, you know, read the different articles or whatever and just, you know, kind of get all of the details. And it, like, really just caught me off guard. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like what you were saying, Jarmil. Like, it, you don't expect 
anything like that to happen to somebody so big, especially this close to where we are. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like I'm freaking out. Like you know, everybody is calling me. Like my my um family members and stuff was calling me like talking about yeah. like be careful out there Checking like did you hear about yeah. what happened yeah, yeah. Um, and stuff yeah. like that so like it really caught me off guard too like I, I just wanted to support him like you know that's really that was my main initial feeling you know or thought you know was to just like oh my god like let's see what it is that we can do like what can it what can we do and, and what do we need to do in order to protect ourselves while we out here on these streets you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. not saying that we just nobody like you know what or that we like that important to where somebody would just be after us like that but you right, never fucking know us. you know right that's what you think but you you would never really know you know what i'm saying so it's like what is it that we need to do um to be to protect ourselves or to be on the lookout or whatever because it's a lot of us out here you know what i mean that could potentially be up to getting our asses snatched or something like that and getting our asses beat you know what i mean just by blindly walking down the street just minding our own motherfucking business you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. now um as more shit unfolded you know and more details came out i started to have some questions or whatever yes definitely (laughs) you know but i mean my initial reaction was just how can we support this brother like he I can't believe that this happened to him. You know what I'm saying? And what if it was me? Right. What if it was one of us? Right. You know what definitely. I mean? Definitely. Mm-hmm. I, definitely as more details started to uh, to come out, such as, you know, his whereabouts and, you know, what, what had transpired, such as, you know, the MAGA hats and mm-hmm. this MAGA country and, uh, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the bleach. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, this happened in Chicago. Right. Like, I'm like, you know, you know, the, the more details that started to come, you know, I've, started to, but but still mm-hmm. it was it was like who am i to, to i mean i'm naturally skeptical about you know things like that so i just you know i just was like oh no 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 mm-hmm. and then of course you see you know people uh you know of course voicing their very loud opinions about it at the time right. so i'm like yeah no i'm not gonna get into that wave i'm just gonna support jesse and just right. you know keep and it I, moving. I think that's kind of what my if if I could say my second reaction like after all of the stuff the details started to come out or whatever the details of the story it's like my next reaction was to the actual the story itself like you know what I mean like mm-hmm. he said that he was going to get subway or whatever going to get something to eat right and had just got off of his flight and like he was decided- at a manager or something yeah, he was with, with Frank Gatson or whatever, but mm-hmm. he wanted to go get some food, but Frank wanted to stay at home and like all of this. Mm-hmm. So he went by himself to go get, he wanted to go to Walgreens or something like that, but Walgreens was closed. And so he wanted to go, he ended up going to Subway to get the sandwich, but then the two guys just kind of jumped him and was like, this mega country. You know what I'm saying? So okay. it's just like, and then for them, the, 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 all of that was fine and dandy. What got me was the fact of the guys you know, having on the ski masks and having mm-hmm. the the rope to have a noose and having the chemical, like, how did they know where he was? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, who, right? Because really, who he knew his didn't, schedule? Right? Because he didn't even know his schedule. To be honest, like, right? Like, right? He said he was gonna go to Walgreens, like, and then ended up so going to a schedule, right? Yeah. And then ended up going to Subway. So it's like he didn't even know where he was gonna be. So, 
Right. Yeah. So it's like that that fogginess of the story is kind of what had me like, hmm. You know what I'm saying? Tingling, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that was some time <laughs> afterwards. That was like what a week or two afterwards that all of those details started to come out mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's like, I mean, I ain't saying that I don't believe him, but I'm saying that maybe things didn't quite go the way that he's saying that they went. You know what I mean? It it to me and if I mean it just like I mean it seemed again and these were my you know speculations I'm sure I shared them with several but like I just remember thinking to myself you know it just seemed a little slam dunky you know what I mean mm-hmm. like, like you know like, you know like, like crime uh, scenes where it's like you know oh we found the murder weapon oh and there's a motive oh and there's you know like it just everything was answered it's like these guys were racist you know mm-hmm. clearly they were they you know they called them empire f word you know right. and you know, it's like, I'm like, okay, like, like, it's very clear what, I mean, I could have come up with a description based off hearing about what those guys were, you mm-hmm. know, like, so, mm-hmm. and then, and then, oh, <laughs> were we wrong, but yeah. Right, right. So now that more of the details have come out, um, and given the current situation, how do you feel knowing the current status of the whole situation? Mm. Uh, Michael, did you want to go or you want me to go? We take a turn. Um, so I'll go. I, you know, considering, you know, more information has come forward and, you know, we know what is currently happening with, you know, his charge of, the false police report and mm-hmm. all these other types of things. It's so this is my thing at, you know, at the end of the day, regardless, you know, if he, if he did lie, mm-hmm. so many people lie about shit every day, all the motherfucking not, time, all the time. Right. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying that to justify, but I am saying it for us to look at the human part of it. Mm-hmm. Like people lie about shit all the time. And, you know, I'm going to go there because I feel like bitches got Jesse fucked up. So I'm just going to go there mm-hmm. and say that we, have we not seen what other people have lied about throughout history and have blood on their hands mm-hmm. with those fucking lies and have been determined to be lies. And people have died over that. Mm-hmm. Like every day, like at different points, people in positions who have platforms just like Jesse does and may not be entertainment, but it's a Mm. platform of influence nonetheless and have lied about things that have caused people lives that have Mm. caused people bloodshed and all of this other type of stuff. And I'm just like, why weren't they given the same type of attention in terms of bringing them to justice in terms of humiliating them in terms of making them to seem like they're just this low down, dirty trash of a human being. Mm. And, demonizing them and vilifying their character and character assassination, all this other type of shit. Right. It's so interesting that, you know, people, and I'm, and I'm, I'm also looking at the black community. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about us at this point. Mm -hmm. because There's, um, it's, it's the the division on the Jesse Smollett situation. So interesting because not only do you see like heterosexual black people missing critical points and perspectives regarding this, but then you also see people that are that are black and identify as a queer um, or trans or LGBT or whatever who are also like 
in this conversation about, you know, oh, Jesse is doing this and a third, he's bringing a, uh, a, a step back like 30 mm-hmm. years or whatever. I've seen so many different conversations, so many different points, like bringing him down and trying to, you know, dismiss and exit him. Like they're trying to like be done with Jesse and when I feel like they're like dragging his name mm-hmm. through the mud and all these other types of things. Like they're really, like really focusing on this, like, oh, you can't be black and tell a lie because if you're black and tell a lie, the whole fucking world is going to end. Right. Let a, never mind all these other motherfuckers that have been lying and have been, no, when, if he did lie, if he lied, did anybody die? Right. If he did lie, did anybody die? Whereas other people have lied and cost people lives, mm-hmm. cost people their, you know, futures. And their freedom. And all this other type, their freedom, mm-hmm. all of that. And they didn't get, no charges were brought against them. And then you again think about their positions and all this other type of stuff that's involved. Why is it a difference when it comes to a black person? In this case, Justin Smollett. Why right. is it, why are, why do the tables turn? And so, like how I feel now that all this has come forth, I'm I'm not about to sit up here and um, bring Jesse down to make it seem like he's just this the lowest of the low because he has a platform to lie. You know how many bitches with even bigger platforms have lied and it cost people lives? Right. If people don't get the fuck on with that shit. Mm. That's all I have to say right now. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's that's definitely that's definitely a great point. Um, I <laughs> knowing, I mean, with all the details and everything that's come out, I feel like, I mean, I feel worse. Like, you know, what I mean, like, I feel um, at first it it was definitely kind of like shock and then like a little bit of fear. Mm-hmm. If I'm being completely honest, you know, because I'm like that could be anybody. Yeah. But then, then. You know, but then this came, and now I'm I'm just kind of like in this weird place where it's like I'm disappointed. Um, you know, it's like I'm I'm, I'm just I'm kind of disappointed. Like you know, it's like if he did, and I and Michael, I like the way that you you know if he did because we still have to at this point. You know, at February on February twenty fourth, you know, two thousand nineteen, we still don't know everything. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, there's so much has come out about this story so far. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. mm-hmm. it's still not done. It feels like it's not over. You know what I mean? Like this is a it's the longest running episode of Empire ever. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like I I feel disappointed in the fact that because right now it seems you know to me that you know that 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 he did stage this attack. That's what it seems like, mm-hmm. and it did seem like he did lie, and it seems like he did pay those guys to you know to to do this. Mm-hmm. So you know I, I'm right now as it stands, like I said, I, I feel disappointed. You know, I feel, uh, I, I feel, I feel like I should be quiet about it. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. even, you know, when I brought the topic up for this, you know, for the, for this episode, I was like, you know, I don't know. Even, even, even right before there's people posting like, no, he's innocent because of X, Y, and Z, you know? And I'm like, oh, geez, you know, when's it ever going to be a good time to break this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it's definitely a little bit of caution here, but at, at the most part, like I said, I'm, I feel, I feel disappointed in the yeah. fact that I, I do kind of believe at this point, I mean, it does be, seem very clear at this point that he, that he did stage this attack. And I, and I do feel uh, slightly disappointed in Jesse. Um, I know that the people who came out and support, they got to be feeling just about as confused as I am right now. You know, like, you know, they, they got to be, you know, oh man, you know, I, I, I there's several celebrities that they came out and they, they spoke about, you know, um, oh, we were Jesse when it, you know, when it first initially came out. And mm-hmm. now those people are like, damn, he got indicted. You know, he might, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. 
They're like, man, do I have to walk this back? You know, and then, the, you know, I don't know. Like I said, for me personally, I feel disappointed because, like I said, it seems very much like he did stage mm-hmm. this attack. And I, I think that I think that's very low, you know, and I can't. The biggest thing that's troubling me about it is that I don't I can't make sense of it. You know, everybody has their own theories as to if he did fake this, why he did it. Mm-hmm. Some people are saying that, you know, it's because he got paid less and then some people said oh you know he wants to be you know on the breakfast club they said something like he wants to be a martyr or something like that and you know i don't know that any of that's true you know what i mean like Like, because i don't i think that's kind of like what my question is it's like what Mm. would he really have to gain from doing this like how what would that's what i can't make sense of it even if empire even if he is getting paid less what would doing something like this how would it get him to get more money Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You get beat up. You get beat off. Uh, you get beat up. Uh, I said beat off. <laughs> <laughs> Not that. I mean, I mean, did, you, did, you, did you see those? Did you see those Nigerian guys? Okay. Those Nigerian guys. Again. I would have paid them hello. to do another thing. I mean, hello. You know, but, Hello. You know, but uh, I know this is not last week's episode, guys. Calm down. <laughs> Bye. So, um, it was a good episode. No, but he, it was it was very it was very uh it was very lip service. Uh, <laughs> but uh shout out to lip service. Uh but it, it um yeah, I can't make sense of it. I can't make heads or tell of it. Like nothing sounds good to me. If it if it was if it was to get more money, this wouldn't do that. Period. Right. If it was to get more screen time, this wouldn't do that. I, right. I mean I can imagine people drawing drawing up or drafting up contracts saying, Okay, Jesse, this is what it's gonna be going forward and then oh you got beat up, let's go amend it. No, right, yeah. No, that wouldn't happen. You know, and then like it's like why it, it can't be for people are saying it's for attention i'm like it can't be for attention i mean he's one of the stars on yeah. uh, one of the biggest ongoing black tv shows like on one of the biggest networks ever right so it can't be he, you know he's an activist he's a singer it, it can't be for attention so that's the thing that stumps me the most i could give a damn about you know uh being disappointed in the fact that he actually did it because i am but you know my the biggest thing that stumps me is again motive like why would you do this like mm-hmm. why would you do why would you do this you know like I, I just that's how I feel I, I can get where you're coming from with that I think with me it's just the fact that we still don't really know you know what I mean like because people mm-hmm. the, the guys came out and said that he paid him but that they specifically say that he paid them to stage this you know what I'm saying and even if they did like how can they prove that you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, where are the recorded conversations? Where are the text messages to prove that? You know, where is the transaction? Like, you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. stuff that we don't know, you know, and then people are just automatically believing that he has lied, you know what I'm saying? Or that he faked everything. Now, I do I think that he may have fudged the truth? I mean, I think so. You know, like because like I said, the the way that it just the story sta- sounds is like mm-mm-mm. I would have believed this. I would have mm. believed that he went out to go get some weed or something, like go get some or drugs some or something, or some dick. You know what I mean? And then like it was a transaction that just went wrong, and they beat his ass, stole his money, and kept whatever the fuck. Like you know what I mean? I could mm. believe that, and then him like being scared to say that he was going to do those things, you mm. know, and then mm. creating this story to try to cover it up, but yeah, but still have some type of something. You know what I mean? I could right. I could see something like that you know but the story the way that it's been spun and and whatnot just sounds very uh maybe not like you know what i mean so like i'm not putting it against that like 
it's white people out here that are just be beating ass and shit. You know what I'm saying? For no mm-hmm. apparent reason. You know what I mean? Because it is people like that in general who just out here doing that because of their own ignorance and bitterness and whatever the fuck. But just the way that the story, like at that sp- specific time in that particular location during one of the coldest motherfucking days in Chicago, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like, it's just, that's a lot of shit to, to bring into account for this incident, you know what I mean? That it just right, it's just doesn't seem 100% believable. It's, it's almost like the perfect storm. You know, like, like you know, these guys were just so bad, and they knew exactly where he was, and they were out in the cold, and they mm-hmm. had a news, and they had a bleach. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, I mean, and, and even there are some reports coming out saying that they did find the bleach later on at the scene. They looked the first time and didn't find it initially, and then they mm-hmm. said they found it the second time. It was in a, it was in a, a different bottle it wasn't it wasn't like in a beat in a big you know it wasn't like in a bleach bottle obviously it was like in a different little bottle mm-hmm. was, yeah so you know um but yeah it just it seems like a perfect storm like if it if it is true that he was attacked by these guys and, and then if it's true that he was attacked by these guys it, it seems like i said like a perfect storm like for that to actually happen mm-hmm. i actually um and again i don't care about it that much you know but i, I did start to you know we had a little session where we we're starting to theorize well that should have been a question almost like what do you think happened but mm-hmm. uh when we start to try to who did it like we try to um we're, we're trying to theorize what happened like you know and you know it does seem kind of likely that he was out there for, you know, something, some extracurricular activities. And, right. You know, maybe, maybe it did go bad. Like maybe, you know, I don't know. Like I said, it, like it, it just really seems like he had like a dick appointment and yeah. it just went sour <laughs> he was or something like that. Uh, like, he was on Jack. He saw his, uh, he saw his uh, little fitness guy and he mm-hmm. was like, oh, bet, let's meet up. And then he showed up with another dude. And right. they were like, oh. I'm not from the bottom for both of y'all. Right. I ain't about to, like, that, I mean, that's, like I said, that sounds like it would be a more feasible situation than the way that it's been described, you know? So that's why I can't say 100% until I know all the details, which I feel is how, right, but I feel like people shouldn't be so quick to jump to conclusions without knowing all of the details, the true details, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like and I feel like a lot of people are starting to do that. It jumps. To oh yeah, have you seen? I mean, it, the 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 internet's. Are, yes. Oh no no no! Because we gonna, we gonna touch on that. We definitely gonna touch right. on that. So let's not move too quick, too fast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but let I do want to ask you guys like, what effect does you does this have like going forward? Like as far as victims movements. Who do you think takes a hit when it comes to incidents such as this one? Mm. Um, I don't, you know, I, I don't know that I, I mean, I, I feel like if there are people out there as, as in regards to like victims, I feel like if there are people out here who would go, who would use the old cry wolf theory on any other victim is an asshole in general. So I really mm-hmm. don't care pretty much what they would have to say, but it, you know, him fabricating these lies, I, I do feel like he he does sort of, if he did, I will keep I will keep with that. Mm-hmm. If he did fabricate this and it does come out that he did that, I feel like, I don't know, that, I mean, autom- automatically, I can't say everybody would do it, but there will be certain people who would think twice before they air a story about, you know, a, a marginalized group getting attacked. If this is, you know, if, if it turns out that he, you know, um, 
did, did he did actually in fact stage those things mm-hmm. i mean i'm not saying everybody will do that i'm just saying that i feel like there's a couple of ignorant groups uh fox news uh that oh, will, oh my god you know that will you know take this opportunity i mean and, and apparently they're already taking the opportunity to to oh they're, they're loving this trump supporters ben shapiro these guys they are they're mm-hmm. they're loving it they are already eating up this jesse story right. you know and, and i feel like they would use it as justification to turn the you know to to, to treat it like michelle and turn the microphone down on, Bye, on you know, don't ever do that don't you do that mm, it's done so no yeah. <laughs> wait not michelle see that's why i said don't even do that no we don't do that oh. No. Speaking of marginalized, marginalized groups, no. But, um, Stop. Bye. I can't. I cannot. This is, no. not, this is not. No. Lord, Lord. No. What do you think, bro? What are your thoughts? Um, you know, when I really think about like the history of marginalization that a lot of uh, for you know black and uh, queer and trans people have faced um, in this country. I, I can't necessarily say that movements will take a hit in terms of, you know, victims being believed. And the reason why I say that is because people have been bringing awareness to the violence and antagonism faced by black LGBT communities for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And it's like there still hasn't been this, this, this just this huge as collective like, okay, we're going to do something to address this. Yes, there have been different, like, campaigns or maybe different, like, organizations that are trying to address gaps where they can. Mm-hmm. But as far as, like, this turning back the work or setting the work of advancing, um, you know, resources and better quality of life for Black LGBT people, I don't think it's going to do that. Mm-hmm. I think that people that already are looking for excuses are probably gonna just double down on what they've yes. already been doubling down on. Yes. Right. So it's like, oh no, bitch, you can't try to use this as an example to justify what you have always done. So it's I, not like hello. you were ever on the other side. Hello. If you were ever on the other side, and now you're looking at it like, oh, let me, you know, drop, fall back. No, bitch, you've been falling back. You ain't <laughs> never stepped up. Facts. Clear. You never stepped up. So yes. a lot of people are saying that, like, oh. You know, Jesse to set the gays back. No, bitch, Jesse hasn't set the gays back. Right. The only thing that's setting the gays back is really nothing, actually, mm-hmm. because we are still going to advocate. We are still going to organize. FX. We are still going to believe Speak in on them. It. We are still going to understand and take the stories of the oppressed and marginalized into full consideration. Yeah. Speak on it. Put up here and believe, uh, um, you know, oppressive structures that are upheld by cis heterosexual people like mm. that shit is just a thing and it's the socio-political context in which this conversation is placed and in which the lives and experiences of black lgbt people are lived yeah. so no mm. i don't think it's going to set it back i think this is an opportunity for us to be more intentional in the way that we advocate and uplift those who are attacked mm-hmm. jesse has mm. his own platform everybody doesn't have the same platform of resources that's clear right. so this is not a time to even try to draw back or repeal any type of resources that are for this very vulnerable population. Yeah. Like it just, it wouldn't make sense. Like we have to believe like LGBT people, despite what some people are going through in a Jesse Smullett situation, mm-hmm. if what, whatever he's going through, because he's going through something and we don't know. And as disappointing as it may be, 
um, based on his platform and the work that he's doing to, you know, provide uh, visibility and represent, representation for black LGBT people, he can be going through things too that we just don't know about. Mm-hmm. And this could be a cry for help. So I feel like instead of even just like blaming him or just being so disappointed in him, let's seek to better understand why someone who are, has a position um, and a seemingly uh, better quality of life based on socioeconomic status would do something like this because there are so many missing pieces a lot of understanding that needs to be uh, sought out to better understand and maybe this is also an opportunity to uh you know basically um maybe restructure or redesign or reimagine how we provide resources right. to an already vulnerable community because we could be thinking that we are hitting all of the gaps and we're probably missing and so this could mm-hmm. be an opportunity to further examine that and come up with some real solutions focused yes. uh policies and different strategies that are going to better support um black lgbt communities right shout out shout out to michael for yes. the big vocabulary can right. i just go back <laughs> to the point where he said where he said socioeconomic i was like i don't even know what he just said but i just feel like i need glasses <laughs> and a degree you know, so can, oh my god so i can be on par i just you know i i just didn't want I know that initially, like I said, I I just don't want this to be the new. Well, what about black on black crime? Mm-hmm. Right, you know right. I mean? like, Well, Josie lied. You know, like I just I don't I don't want that to be that. But that, that I can't speak to being one of the people who are like, oh, I feel disappointed. Mm-hmm. So right. you know, you, that yeah. is a good a new perspective to you know to to ponder. Josh, what were you gonna say? I I I. I... I don't know. Like, I, I don't believe that it's going, anybody is going to take a hit from this personally. I think like you said, like you guys said, people will try to use it as their fuel to the fire or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I do believe that. But ultimately, at the end of the day, just because one person cries wolf or we think that somebody cries wolf doesn't mean that it, everybody is in that same boat. You know what I mean? Like, I, I I know that every case is different and every case is is individualistic and, and special within its own right. You know, so for just because, you know, it may come out that, you know, he did lie about the situation or he didn't tell the complete truth or whatever. He he fabricated some things or, or whatever. Um, that isn't gonna take or have some any impact on victims going forward or movements going forward because like michael said you know these movements have been in place for decades you know and so like if if anything this kind of really gives it momentum you know what i'm Mm. saying to actually look at the evidence you know look at the details and say okay well if the evidence and the details is there then move forward with whatever x y and z you know what i'm saying let me let me ask this then do you think that because um i will counter your question with another question uh do you think that um this attack will cause i guess more scrutiny I guess when 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 victims do come forward, because they already face, you know, uh, disbelief. They already face a uh, huge skepticism. Mm-hmm. Do you do? You, yeah, Michael, uh, did you hear that word? Okay, so, bye, you know, bye, bye, bitch. So they already face uh, 
uh, a large uh, skepticism. So, I mean, do you think that this will add to the burden of, you know, uh, being a victim, I guess I would say, I think, you know, coming out and sharing your story? I think people will try. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because they, you always going to find those people who are assholes for the sake of being assholes. Well, what about that Jesse Smart case? You know what I'm saying? They always want to be a, a smart ass. But at the end of the day, my experience in my, my life, whatever happened to me is my experience. And I'm not right. going to let some experience of somebody else or, or fallacy or, or fabrication of somebody else impact or negatively impact my story. This is my story. Mm-hmm. So you can my try to use that life, bullshit. Hello? Like, you can try to use that bullshit against me all you want to, but I know the facts. You know, and my passion speaks for itself. My experience speaks for itself. So you can try to use whatever as an argument, but if you if, if the facts ain't there, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. My story is still valid. My point is still valid. And, and I'm here to seek justice, to receive justice for whatever happened to me. So I, I, I don't, I think that people will try to use it, you know, just mm-hmm. like they are trying right now. But at the end of the day, you know, if, if something happened to you, you know, or if something happens to you, like it's still your duty to, to speak up and say something about it and to be diligent in whatever onslaught comes as a result of it like you know of you coming right, out right. you know what i'm saying it's just like the me too movement there's backlash right. behind that you know what i'm saying but people still continue to come out and and, and um and, and speak their truths and, and tell their stories you know i mean it took this long for r kelly to get some type of uh oh, uh some uh, or gets for the victims to, for of r kelly to get some form of justice but he's getting locked up now like you know what i'm saying and he going through money trouble and shit you know sidebar sidebar there are people fans trying to post that trash uh bail they're trying to get his bail wait a minute are you fucking serious uh, yeah yeah Uh, there are reported stories of fans of his super fans Knowing everything, mm-hmm. everything that's come out so far, super fans, that could be a whole other show. But see, that's uh, yeah, that's on, that's yeah. ignorance there. Like, and I'm just gonna point blank say it: it's ignorance because you, if you see the facts, you know that there, it, it's there, and then you continue to believe the alternative. That's you allow. You're choosing to be ignorant. You know what I'm if saying? If it's even that, if it's even that, I feel like they, they don't care. Like this is this is tantamount to 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 like when he had his concert somewhat after the release, and then you heard people in the crowd going, "Take me!" Yes, you know, Take no, but that's me. what I'm saying. You're choosing so, to be ignorant. You're choosing right. to take all of that information and and knowing that it it, it all happened and that it, it and whatever, and still say, "Oh well, I don't care. I still love you." I'm still going to support you even though that could happen to mm-hmm. you or happen to your daughter mm-hmm. or happen to your sister. That's you choosing to be ignorant. Like, you know what I'm saying? And I feel Tom. like it's the same situation when it comes to this case. If you feel like yeah. you want to choose to continue to be ignorant and act like um, th- these types of things don't happen to people, which is what ha- is nine times out of ten the case when anybody comes forward from a marginalized community anyway, you know, uh, the majority wants to act like Oh no, these types of things don't happen, and you just made that up. And da, 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 da. No, you're you're you are trying to minimize other people's experiences just because just to, to choose to be ignorant. You know what I'm saying? You know what people out here are doing, right? Because it fits what you want. 
your you narrative for what you want it to be. So it's yeah. fucked up. Like it's fucked up. And people can try all day and all night, but at the end of the day, it's up to us. It's up to the people, the victims. It's up to the people, us as supporters of victims and allies and, and whatnot to step up and stand behind them and continue to magnify these 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 stories and 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 stand in in, in the forefront of these movements so that we can get some actual justice you know and get some policy reform out here because mm-hmm. these bitches is out here continuing to tell lies and fan flies and bullshit like that you know what i'm saying but then when a, a case like this comes around where it may seem a little muddy you know then they want to say oh oh Look, 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 look at that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. One case out of a million. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, 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 to your question, you know, I feel like people will try, but at the end of the day, it's not going to fucking, it's not going to take any real kind of impact. Like, I, it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't You are. It. Can I just say, you guys have been doing this. I just love the professionalism. I didn't know how. I'm so- I didn't know professionalism. I didn't know how you were going to get it back to to the question that I asked. I was like, "Oh God, what did I do? I lit us on the R. Kelly train. <laughs> you took us right back." I was like, "Okay, the U-turn." That's called alignment, and that's uh, also alignment. called seasoning. Yeah. That's seasoning. Mm-hmm. That when so you're seasoned, season. when you're well seasoned, that's what happens. Oh yeah, salt and pepper. Yeah, salt and pepper. No, well yes. seasoned. Oh, okay. well, salt and pepper well. ain't seasoning. You <laughs> that's mean black and white. So we need to add some color. Marinated, well marinated. Ain't that it? Mm. So we're not putting it in the microwave. I just want to be clear. Bitch, no. (laughs) (laughs) No microwave cooking over here. Goddamn. Okay. Hold on, bitch. Um, then how do you do that? Did she put that chicken up there? Yes, yes. Boy. Never eating in her place. She played herself. (laughs) She played herself and everything else. All the way out. Mm -mm. Um, But my next question, because it kind of goes along with, you know, kind of what we've been discussing is, um, what is your reaction to how social media is treating Jesse and the situation overall? Child, the ghetto. <laughs> the ghetto. <laughs> they are. <laughs> day mm. one. I will say that day one, okay? Day one, you have had what I like to call the the, the conspiracy theorists, you know? Mm-hmm. You had them from day one. And, and, and now I kind of hate that I feel like I kind of agree a little bit now, mm-hmm. but they had they had this day one before the rest of the facts and all that came out. Day one, you had people theorizing that Jesse was lying and, oh, this is an episode of Empire. Oh, he's lying. Whoop-de-whoop, he made that up. You know, I, I mean, everywhere from social media to even my barbershop, you know, mm-hmm. like people were just, you know, already on one side and then you, you know, you have fakes. Th- I remember getting on a thread, um, on Twitter and seeing a, a, a headline come out, uh, um, police confirmed Jesse Smollett staged the attack. And this is, this is weeks before that actual indictment and the actual, like that actual headline was released. Mm-hmm. This is weeks before that. And in that same thread, there was also somebody who posted what the superintendent said, which was that's debunked. Nothing has been released. They don't, the investigation is still ongoing. So, but in between those, okay, in between there's, 
there is thousands of tweets. Mm-hmm. Told y'all, told y'all clowns, when y'all gonna learn, told y'all. And then there's people even after the, the verified, you know, post about that being debunked and mm-hmm. no more details that come out since then. You have people going like, oh, see, that's a lie. Don't know who to try. Like it's social media is, um, is either the people who are going to be the natural, um, what's the word I want to say? The natural, uh, the natural, Oh God, what are the people who oppose everything? The opposition, the natural opposition. You know, you have the people who are not going to believe it no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. you have those and then you have those who wait for social media to post something and then they're like, I'm going to go with that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I believe and I'm going to fall hard on that. Or either I'm going to go hard with this and, you know, like it, social media is very divided. I've, this is the most, one of the most divisive scandals I've ever seen mm-hmm. in a long time. Like it's like there's so many different people and then the memes Oh, Lord. oh, we can't. Yeah, Lord Jesse is a meme now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and he may or may not be telling the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so it's social media is they, they wasted no time. Is what I'm saying. Um, there are people, um, who are to to Michael's point. You know, there are people who are saying that you know, yeah, Jesse may have done this. You know, but there are people who have done much worse. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, like there there are people who are you know. Um, comparing the stories and um you know some of them went a little out the window you know they're like well this woman killed three kids and jumped off a roof but i'm like okay that has nothing to do with what happened to jesse mm-hmm. but still like it, it's like there are people who are comparing and yes there are people who still have not answered for the shit that they have done like the way that they are holding jesse accountable right you know oh, yeah and, and, and then you have people who are so much even so questioning the official stories that have come out. Like me personally, like like I was saying, I was waiting so long to decide whether I was going to talk about this or not with anybody. Like, because I mean, I was like, I, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say anything until I see it on the news. News, mm-hmm. I remember saying it to myself. And then now, even though that we see it on the news, you have people going back and forth, and people who are questioning the Chicago Police Department, and oh, well, they're yeah. questioning the validity of them. Oh, you know, like. Yeah. And they're right to do so. I mean, yeah, very much do so. Do we need to say Laquan uh, McDonald? Uh, I mean, R. Kelly. You know, uh, like, uh, you know, I mean, it, mis- the several stories of misconduct. I mean, you know, they have right to question it. So, so I mean, you know, social media is definitely very. It doesn't. If you're going to social media for answers, you're you're going to get even more, you know, confusion. sliced up into several. Yeah, mm-hmm. more confusion. It's not. Doesn't seem to be anybody who really, really knows what's happening. So, right. you know, aside from this, I kind of just, you know shutting the fuck up and laughing at the memes you know so enjoying the memes and just just you know seeing what actually happens what actually comes of it you know right so what about you mike my take i mean like social media is a fucking trip i mean (laughs) literally they are you know dragging poor jesse like you know and i say poor jesse because And I say poor Jesse because going back to this idea of, um, again, everybody lies and, you know, everybody's reason for uh, lying is, you know, is different. And I understand that. And we don't know why he, you know, we just don't know if he is lying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If he's lying because people lie every day. What his reason was, you know what? We just don't know. And like, instead of trying to condemn and, write him off and like reduce him and all these other types of things. I would, I was hoping that people would be trying to, especially people from the community, right. from the black LGBT community will be trying to at least stand in support of 
getting a better understanding yes. versus throwing him under the bus yes. like the straight folks. And it's just mm. like, I'm like the the onslaught. Like they've just been unwavering and like just relentless. Yeah. And these type of memes, like just making him out to just be the stone cold liar and just putting him in all types of just everything, if you can imagine it. Mm. And it's just like, I'm sick of it. You know, I'm like social media and the situation with how they're treating him is ridiculous. I mean, and don't get me wrong, like there have been other examples of black people and, you know, legal situations like Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, where people have been making memes. So I know I, I get it. Like, I get that. But it's the, the next thing. Time, yeah, it's like everybody, it's a bandwagon thing. People mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. But it's like, like when it's like a, one that involves identity and experience, I just feel like, come on, y'all. Y'all could do a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all could try to, you know, be a little more reserved and certain things because, again, we're still waiting for everything facts, yeah. to flesh out. Reserves. Mm-hmm. I said they could be. They should they could be. <laughs> but they, no, they let out. Like, they oh, said, yeah. this. They they said fuck this. And they've been going hard in the motherfucking pain. Mm-hmm. It's just like every couple of minutes I look up, and there's it's a new thing. Mm-hmm. The I'm police department like, breathed, and they were like, see? Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, y'all hoes don't know anything about being reserved. I see. Like, y'all just going, 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 energize a bunny and shit. Like, it's just, and now it's just getting to the point, like, okay, um, I want, you know, definitely want to know more information, but I think more so for understanding because I feel like this is an opportunity to better understand why people do anything that they do, no matter what it is, and right. not, you know, necessarily trying to crucify them for what they're doing, especially when it has not caused harm to, to uh, anybody. Anyone. No blood yes. shed, nobody has died, multiple people have been murdered. There are people right now walking around and have not been charged. They've murdered multiple people. Mm-hmm. Multiple people. And no one is saying, well, this person needs to answer that and they need to do that. Da, da, da. No one has led this, you know, massive ass campaign to bring them to justice. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When it is due because people's lives were lost. But in this situation, people now want to be fucking social justice warriors. Right. It's like, if y'all don't go sit down somewhere. Everybody want to be Judge Judy. Please, they do. They want to be Judge Judy, you know, executioner, judge all this other type of shit. Come the fuck on, man. I, I am over it. Like, if, if I'm disappointed about anything when it comes to this case, I'm disappointed at the reaction of, you know, that has taken place on social media and whatnot, mm. because people run off a of shit with not a full story, a full picture. You know what I'm saying? You don't have all the facts and you automatically condemn somebody and then drag they ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, for instance, like me, I, like I said, I, I don't, see it a hundred percent for the story the way that it was told it sounds like something that was written you know what i mean however i i i don't have all the facts i was not there i don't have all the i don't have any evidence or anything to just say oh no that nigga lied like you know what i'm saying and i can't Mm. say that um he is telling the truth either but at the same time it's like the system is supposed to be innocent until proven guilty not guilty until proven innocent 
and Come I feel somebody. like that is the the land of the law is to like be guilty until proven innocent and that's not the way that it is you know what I'm saying it's you you have to go through a due process just like every other everybody else every other case you know what I'm saying we don't know if he lied about this or if he didn't we don't know if he staged it or if it's if it's real all we know is that it sounds a little fishy and it seems a little strange you know what I mean like but the fact of the matter is is that something took place now we need to uncover all of the layers in order to identify whether or not it was something that legitimately happened to him you know and and it, it goes along with what he was saying you know or he was an actual victim or was he a victim because of a different circumstance or was he a victim at all you know what i'm saying we don't know yet we don't have all the details and until we have the full picture of the story or at least the majority of the puzzle pieces you know we gotta shut the fuck up you know what i'm saying mm. like it's cool to to make fun and be like uh-huh what if that nigga is lying then like go in like that you know what i'm saying from that angle but y'all are out here just like oh no that nigga motherfucking lie i, I told y'all i just told y'all ass you can't believe this but like wh what if it was you right. with somebody would you want somebody to believe you or do you like you doing him hmm. oh come on oh okay you know what i'm saying Definitely. like you gotta stop and think about these things like these are people's lives here like i know jesse is a, a celebrity and all of this stuff and i know that people are like oh well he addicted to the fame and that could be very well true a bitch don't know but you don't know either nobody knows nobody knows if he's uh, like the most humble individual out here in these streets you know which and he seems like which he, he seems, seems like, like. prior he mm -hmm. seems he seems like he has his head out, you know, like on a swivel. Right. You know, like he, he seems he seems like a good guy. So like Thank you again, never know. It, it's weird. You, yeah, right, because those would be the ones. You but, never you know, motherfucking you, know. But it's like until you have all the pieces of the puzzle, shut your ass up and wait and see how it unfolds. Like, you know, let let if you feel like the cops aren't doing due diligence, hold they ass accountable hold them accountable and let them know you know that's what a lot of these grassroots organizations are doing they're holding the the police and the justice system accountable bitch y'all not doing y'all's job you're not doing it appropriately i done found more evidence than you have like you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. like stand behind a movement like that instead of behind instead uh, joining the bandwagon of slandering a nigga before all the facts are out you know what i mean because mm -hmm. you would not want that to happen to you so that if, mm -hmm. if I could be disappointed about if I was disappointed about anything when it comes to this case, it would be that. You know what I mean? I'm mm -hmm. all for having a good time. I love, love scrolling through Instagram and Twitter and looking at all the memes and cracking my ass up. You know, I love mm -hmm. it. But when it comes to a situation that it is 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 like fresh and and unsettled like you know what i mean like no like you we gotta learn how to chill sometimes you know what i'm saying or have fun but also um know when to to shut up and and get serious about it when it's time to get serious you know what i mean like mm -hmm. it, it, you have to it's all about duality we can do both we can make fun and still wait for the facts to come out you know or right. investigate without the condemning truth him without make condemning fun him without condemning yes. you give all the memes but don't 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 pretend like you have the verdict right you know I mean? like it's a matter don't. of fact just and oh i, I say, knew you don't know I that's even, arrogance I, I would even say that you know it <sighs> 
I don't want to say like I'm making any excuse for them. Uh, but you know, people as misguided as they are, you know what I mean? They jump at one thing or the other, you know, mm-hmm. and then, you know, you guys talk about like being reserved, which is good, you know, because we should wait. I mean, a group of wise women once said, what I need from you is understanding, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, you know, what I definitely I need think from you from you is understanding. understanding. <laughs> How can we can be? Oh, I'm going to go into the whole thing. Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna cut that. Um, yeah, please cut that. So, uh, <laughs> no, I'm leaving it in. <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll fix it. Um, <laughs> oh my no, god! I think I I just I think with people, I think that people do. Oh wow, this is about to do one of my Abraham Hicks terms. I think people follow the path of least resistance when it comes to controversy. Mm. I think that people would rather be entertained than to try to understand the truth because mm-hmm. let's be honest i mean whenever and and with the way that this has been going with 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 one report coming out saying he's on he's innocent one report coming out saying he's you know not and the people on social media following each one of those it's like i feel like at a point this is going to lose its steam and it's going to fall where they left it last which is people condemning him for being a liar. So I feel like when the truth does come out, I feel like people are going to be a little burnt out because honestly, I'm a little burnt out right now, mm-hmm. truthfully, because I, I still don't know what, you know, what what has, what has transpired. I, I feel like people, for one, it's not so easy to find what we would consider to be the truth. Where would it come from? You know what I mean? Like, because people are going to, are going to take whatever bait or whatever fake posts or whatever, um, uh, irresponsible post shows up, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, so I wish there was almost like a streamlined place, you know, where we can get like the specifics of like the case and, you know, have that not run through the social media filter, you know? Right. Cause I feel like, you know, it just, like I said, it, it people take the path of least resistance and, it, and it's, it's easier to make fun and get along with the bandwagon. And it's easier to condemn with the information that we have thus far you know, um, than to actually sit and be invested. People are not going to be invested past the entertainment that they get. And and that's that's just social media cover, like uh, culture. So, I mean, that's just, you know, my, my little taking on that. So I don't, you know. Right. Mm, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I just think that people really have to just learn how to pump the brakes sometimes, you know, and just... Or or be dual, uh, learn their duality. You know what I'm saying? You like I said, you mm-hmm. can poke fun without just condemning somebody or dragging somebody. Like, cause this is somebody's life, you know, mm-hmm. and you just shutting them out completely. Oh, I knew that nigga was lying, and you don't know. How do you? How did you know? Because a headline said it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or because somebody came out and said, nah, that nigga paid us. How can you believe you believe them? Where's the where how credible is that source? You can't just believe anything and everybody. You know what I mean? Right. What if it was coerced? What right. was this? What if that statement was coerced out of the uh, right. Chicago Police Department, you know, has uh done something like that. You know, uh, you know but then again, but then again, you know, what reason do these cats have? to make it up you know it's so it's so the thing i hate about this um and for myself personally is never it's not knowing you know what i mean it's, it's just not knowing it feels like there's too much on either side you know like and 
And then with people getting restless, because I feel restless, but I have to, I remember at the end of the day that this has really nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, but I know that there are people who are like, well, I just want to say it and be done with it. So you'll get the people who will click the first thing that comes up and say, I'm not going to do my research. This is my research, you know, and Jesse's, you know, I are either innocent or, or guilty. That's it. You know, like, so I don't know. Mm. Well, um, let's go on to my next question because I feel like we could talk about oh, <laughs> bitches yeah. who just fucking do the most on social media forever. Um, the most. But my next question is how do we move forward from this situation without negatively affecting future victims or movements um, that that are related? How do we move forward? What do we do? What are the next steps? I feel we, like Michael answered that in his earlier st- statement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, go ahead, bro. Say, like, um, just to add to the earlier point that I made, um, believe victims. That's mm-hmm. just the bottom line. Like, we have to yes. understand that everybody isn't going to be every, you know, black queer trans person who's trying to come forward with experiencing an attack does not and will not have the same platform as Jesse Smollett. Right. And so let's contextualize this mm. to understand that everybody's voice matters. Like, yes, uh, you know, due process and all of that, but we need to believe victims when it happens. Let's not forget how many black trans women have been murdered as of this year. And I looking over the years, I don't have all the data, Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but over the years it has been a, it's 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 rising right. and these people are being murdered for who they are yep. for existing and the, and those are facts so it's like we we can't use what however because I'm, i people are trying to you know construct reads and all these other types of things mm-hmm. jesse smollett and thinking they know the whole situation and feel like they could be judge, jury, executioner of this man's life and his actions when they are not even qualified to be speaking and, you know, about the situation because they don't have all the facts. Right. So it's like, we can't sit up here and go like, oh, did that person, I wonder if this person is lying. Because you know, you know, like, oh, whatever, you know, because I, I, it's it, it just angers me, you all, because it's like, we don't know all of the facts. We don't know everything, but everybody has already jumped to the conclusions that they've jumped to. Right. And so we just still need to be vigilant in that process. But as far as how to move forward and not negatively impact uh, victims or movements, we have to still believe in the experiences and the voices of the most marginalized. We are people that are living with multiple marginalized identities. The intersection mm-hmm. of that experience is valid and it matters to be living in a world where things are basically happening to you like at an intersection and all these other things are just happening simultaneously like no one would just walk around making that type of shit up it's a hard life to live already and then to be living a life where you have to go through so many different things it's like come on like i i personally don't believe this is going to set anything Mm -hmm. back or anybody back i think it's important at this point that we need leadership more than ever we need leaders that are going to prioritize the experiences of victims and people who are again living these multiple marginalized identities we need leadership that is going to organize the resources they're going to better support the communities that are under attack they're going to better support black lgbtq youth that are going to provide the programs and services that are going to give 
people the experiences that they need. And that takes some some very unique expertise, I would say. You you definitely need some expertise in knowing how to um, serve underrepresented populations. Like you definitely need to be able to evaluate policy and procedure. You definitely need to yes. be able to, um, you know, analyze data to be able to show trends to effectively implement, again, a program that's going to do more than just provide lip service. You right. know what I mean? Like right. you need right. something that's comprehensive in scope so that it can get to the root of the issues that are affecting people. You're trying to get something done on a systemic level and not like, you know, the, the micro level is important too, but you're talking about large change efforts, large scale social change that requires a level of transformational leadership yes. that we need. That person needs to be equity centered and, you know, focused on the experiences of the people that are marginalized and that are having these um, negative experiences. And black mm -hmm. LGBT communities are, they are under attack. And you hear you know, that? Our, our communities need the support. We need the leadership. We need the representation. We need to um, have our voices amplified in yes. order for people to know what type of policies to put forth, what type of legislation to advocate for, what type of programs to bring back, what type of resources to put into the programs to make it stronger, more effective. But like yes. we need that type Come of on, mindset. Hand slaps. We need that type of mindset going forward so that we won't ever forget and be complicit in the experiences of Black LGBT people. Yes. Right. You hear that? We're talking to you, Cory Booker and uh, Kamala Harris. <laughs> right. And I really want to Bernie piggy Sanders. I want to piggyback off of that, too, because it's like we also have to be able to stand, band together as well to support one another in those efforts. Like, you know what I mean? We have to be able to support one another to be able to have the funding so that we can, you know, um, donate to the campaigns and the individuals that, um, align with our beliefs you know or come from our communities you know or whatever like you know we have to be able to have that in place as well and it all starts at the community level we have to regain our level of community you know it's all about unity and i feel like that's always like the dr martin luther king parade like um <laughs> slogan or whatever is to like bring the unity back into community but that's like real shit you know what i'm saying because just like mm -hmm. this whole social media shit and stuff has shown us it's like we so easy to stand in opposition of our brothers and sisters instead of standing in alignment mm. with our brothers and sisters and it's like we have to be able to stand in support of them so good bad or ugly because why right. folks out here they are bending together good bad or ugly yes a bitch can go in there and shoot every goddamn body up and guess what social media is gonna say well he may have just been going through hard <laughs> times you know Ryan locked his he ass. was getting he picked on you right. know what i'm saying it's always some they're always it's bending cute. together always you know what i'm they're saying like the like the white walkers at the end of uh game of thrones honey they are right. always bending together, together. that's right and we have yep. to learn how to do the same thing and support one another and protect one another because when we don't have that level of protection, we out here single, alone, being mm. eaten alive by the system and by, by the oppressors. And like we cannot continue to allow that to happen. So we do have to stand in support and provide protection and provide funding, you know, and and and, and support, you know, and... not only victims, but also the people who are going to be on the front line to fight about to fight for these policies the people that mm -hmm. are going to be in the room advocating
advocating on our behalf. We have to be able to support those individuals as well, because we all know that this system is nothing but a huge game and we have to know how to play it. Yes. Okay. And, I, and just add that to piggyback onto yours. Cause I don't, I won't, you know, you guys pretty much, uh, you know, you guys pretty much uh, said it all, you know, or as you guys like to say, talk down. I don't know. <laughs> but... I always add down on the back of everything. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's being an Oklahoma thing. I don't know. No, but, um, uh, yeah, I will, I will add on to that. Also, in, in addition to provide, providing those things, accountability, mm-hmm. you know, for each other. You know, um, I'm, I'm a firm believer that we need to uh, believe the victims before we have a body to believe. Right. You know, so... You know, that's my standing on that. And that's all I'm going to say. Stay up. <laughs> I cannot. I came with you. Uh, do, but do we have any final thoughts? I know we just said a lot in that. So I just want to open the floor and see if we have any final thoughts before moving forward. Um, nope. You know? That's it. Okay. That's all I got. That's all the juice in this tank. All right. Well, you know, thank you for bringing this um to topic to the uh this topic of conversation to the floor, um, mm-hmm. so that we could talk about it because we do we needed to dissect it and just really dig in and 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 see what the thoughts are, you know, from our own community. So mm-hmm. thank you for definitely having this conversation with us. Jarmel, thank you for coming and being a guest on our show. <laughs> oh, oh, so, so you thank asked you. me off? Like, you think I'm done? <laughs> I'm not. I'm that bitch. Bye. We love you. Bye. We love you. <laughs> but we're going to take a Thanks. quick break and we going to be right back. And we are back and we are moving right along to our next segment, the question and answer segment. Um, and don't forget to send your questions and input for the show to wokenbrokepodcast at gmail.com. Um, Danny, we miss you. Um, we miss you we definitely have a question this week and so we're super excited that we finally get to ask one (laughs) (laughs) after a little while um and this question comes from tasia from tennessee um and tasia said um i rekindled things with my ex after three years but i'm afraid to really take it to the next level what steps should i take before diving completely back in um, oh, Tasia. Oh, Tasia, girl. Um, Tasia. I would probably say uh, this kind of sounds like something, a situation that's kind of similar to like what we touched on last week. Um, I, and the advice that I gave was to, you know, really just take your time and build that foundation first. You know what I'm saying? Focus on your friendship, focus on your growth and your alignment and just really take note of how your that individual is treating you, how they're treating themselves, you know, um, really start to identify the areas that could use some additional support, some additional attention within yourself first and then within the relationship as well. Um, and just don't move too fast. Don't move faster than what you feel 
it should go. You know, don't be pressured by outside sources or even um, your partner within the relationship. You know, move at your pace, what you feel comfortable with doing or the uh, pace you move, you feel comfortable at moving and really make sure that you're in alignment with yourself first and then in alignment with one another in the relationship. Um, that way um, you don't really find yourself you know, getting lost in the sauce within a relationship or getting hurt in a relationship because it moved faster than what you thought or you moved faster than what it was, what it should have been, you know, in the first place or whatever. Like, you know, just really take your time and align yourself first and then align with each other within the relationship. What you think, bro? Tasia, I, you know, this is a, you know, Thank you for sending the question. So I just feel like, you know, after you are rekindling things, you know, um, after, you know, being in a relationship with someone for an extended amount of time, I feel like years is enough, I guess, time that you, you know, the person. So you should kind of know their quirks or like, you know, what they like, don't like things like that. And so, if you are hesitant, like you should basically find out through action, I would say, if this person has changed, because I mean, I don't know the reason why y'all broke up. And so if you find yourself seeing patterns and things that are associated with why you broke up with them in the first place or vice versa, then you need to, you can determine <coughs> that that is a reason why it's not time for you to go back all the way in or you don't want to completely dive in because you're reserved for based on those actions. So just see and communicate, you know, (sighs) communicate expectations or things that you're hoping to experience this time around, maybe different from the first time because you have the opportunity to be with them and, and learn them and understand them and grow with them until you all couldn't continue in that way anymore. And for whatever reason you broke up, but absolutely find out like, you know, you are a different person. There's growth and development. Talk, communicate, be clear, be expressive, be open to what that's going to look like. And then you can make your decision from there. So true. Um, Well, I hope that helps Tasia. Um, Girl, just uh, stay in there. Like, you know, stay with it. And again, really focus on, um, building that foundation and moving forward at your own pace um, and, and communicate. Don't ever forget to communicate with one another to make sure that y'all are on on the same page um, because that's one of the most important things when it comes to relationships in general, especially like rekindling, you know, old relationships with um, exes. You know, you do want to make sure that you're in the right space for your partner and that your partner is in the right space for you. So, Right, right. Definitely take that time. Um, and thank you for sending that question because I bitch has been needing questions. So, <laughs> um, <coughs> if you have a question or if you have input for the show, definitely send your questions um, to wokeandbrokepodcast at gmail.com uh, and let us read them aloud on the show and answer your questions accordingly. Um, also do not forget that you can send your input or your questions via voice messages, um, that we can play on the show. Um, just visit, um, our page, our anchor page at HTTPS 
semicolon backslash backslash anchor.fm backslash woke and broke and leave us a voice message and you just might hear it on the show. I really want to use that feature. So definitely send us the messages um, so we can hear what y'all sound like out here and get y'all's questions on the show. Um, so yeah, but in the meantime and in between time, let's move over to our favorite segment of the show, a word from our ancestors. Michael, what you got this week? So this week I have a quote from Michelle Obama. The queen. Yes. (laughs) Michelle, Michelle Obama. Now, Michelle says, I have learned that as long as I hold fast to my beliefs and values and follow my own moral compass, then the only expectations I need to live up to are my own. And I really, really, really think this is so important. Um, Not just given the topic of discussion um, regarding um, the the Jesse Smollett situation, but I, I feel like it wraps around nicely and that we need to First of all, we need to believe in ourselves and then we need to believe in the people that are in our community. Yes. We need to be able to be on the same page and to better understand what our communities need. Right. So if we have beliefs and values um, and that we hold truth to ourselves, then those expectations can be shared. They can be shared visions for the communities in which we live in. Right. So when we're talking about the overall Jesse Smollett situation and the narrative that it's trying to be um, that the that media is, is putting out there regarding him and social media and everything, we need to be able to provide counter-narratives to things that we know to be the truth regarding the experiences of people within our community, within the Black LGBT community and within the Black community as well, right. that p- people have long, you know, historically not believed our stories. We have historically been, haven't been taken serious, our pain, right. our struggle, our trauma, the experiences that we have. But it's time to believe and those values that we have as a community and be able to advocate to turn our stories into effective policies so that we can provide a stronger foundation and more structure to the things that we need for successful communities. So for me, it resonates because you have to believe in something first and you should believe in yourself and your own values. Connect with other people and listen to them, what their values and beliefs are. Find a common ground, see where you all connect, fortify that, and amplify what that message or voice is going to be to better support the again the entire community. Right. So that's this just resonated with me on so many levels. So yes. thank you, Michelle. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Miss Obama, Mrs. Obama, uh, Miss Obama. It's Mrs. Obama. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. For all those beautiful gems, beautiful. Um, but that's gonna wrap up the show this week. Um, definitely feel remember to send your input and your questions to Welcome Broke Podcast at gmail.com. We definitely want to hear from you guys. And don't forget to rate, review, and comment on the show um on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all the other platforms, um, so that we can continue to um make the content that we give to y'all you know we want to hear what y'all think of the show so send your feedback um on those platforms and we will see y'all next week all right love you guys bye bye hey y'all thank you for listening to woke and broke 
if you feeling we'll be talking about, if you enjoy listening, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review us to show your support. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Woke and Broke Podcast and on Twitter at Woke and Broke Pod. We want to hear from y'all. So make sure you send us your input for this week's topics or questions that you'd like to hear us answer on the show. Send those to Woke and Broke Podcast at gmail.com. If you like us, tell your mom or your daddy, your sisters, your brothers, your cousins, your side pieces so that they can support us too. Thanks for listening.